With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Take some deep breaths 
and really just ground ourselves and get ourselves ready and fully present in this space. And also what we like to do during our grounding, um, just for a few seconds, is to put our intention in the space. Like, what are you intending to get from the show? What is it that, why did you show up here, and what do you want to receive from the show? So everybody, if you could just, if you're not driving, if you could put your feet flat on the floor and just um, put your hands in your lap and sit up straight with your spine and just take three releasing breaths. And the way we release with our breath is we release um, through our mouth. So we're going to breathe in the mouth and out of the mouth. So let's take three releasing breaths. Yes, always feels good when we're releasing and letting go. So we always want to um, to bring ourselves fully present to the moment so we can be in alignment and harmony and balance with who we are authentically. And we're open to receive whatever it is that we're supposed to receive in this moment where we've shown up or where we've called forward. Because I definitely am a firm believer that I create my life, I create my reality, and so whatever your reality is or whatever reason you called us into your life today, we definitely want to make sure that you get exactly what it is that you came for. So I always like to open up with the inspiration. I'm always, I, I love to write and I love to read. And so I'm always finding different inspirations that I'm reading as well as writing inspirations. But today, I found a, a really powerful inspiration that I want to share with you. It's short, but it's sweet. So it's from I Am Light, um, and it's called Crossroads. It says, with the current incoming energy, the universe is offering you a multitude of choices and paths. When you are at a crossroad, it is always a good time to pause, reassess, and give some thought to the direction in which you would like to move. Some of the changes may be subtle and barely perceptible to you, while others will be mind-blowers. Either way, if you truly follow your heart, you will always know you are moving in the right direction. So I really love this um, inspiration because tonight it was right on time with us talking about matters of the heart. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about matters of the heart is because I am for those of you who don't know, I am a self, self-love and relationship expert as well as a self-mastery educator. And so I've been doing this for about 32 years. And so what, what a common theme is um, right now in the energy that we're in right now, the people that are coming to see me now is exactly what this article is saying. People are either moving through very peacefully or having just mind-blowing changes and shifts happening in their lives. And so one of the things that we want to do is really learn how to follow our hearts. So some of us say follow God or follow spirit or follow the guidance within. However you describe it, it's all really the same thing. But one of the things I want to talk about tonight is that, you know, are, is our heart open enough to follow? Like, are we really tapped in and tuned in, you know? And so that's one of the things that, 
I want to talk to my special guest about, you know, is the importance of, you know, us being tapped in and tuned in to our hearts. Because how do we follow our hearts and we're not tuned in to it? And we're having these mind-blowing situations happen and, you know, the bottom is dropping out for a lot of people. The illusions are coming to an end. And some of us are, are making some mind-blowing decisions and it's turning out to go really well for us. Like our lives are getting better. And with this show, one of the reasons why I decided to call it Get Your Entire Life is because that's what I've been doing. You know, a lot of times I, you know, in my life, I have really placed some limitations on myself. And I really didn't know it because my life is pretty good. You know, I don't I have virtually a drama-free life. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Um, doing the work that I love. I have beautiful relationships in my life. But one of the things is that, you know, call at the beginning of last year to elevate myself, to elevate my life, to elevate what I was doing, to start to get an elevated view. And so as I um, started to uh, get that elevated view, I went from a limited consciousness to a consciousness of I can have it all. I can have whatever it is that I want to have in my life. And so for some of us, it may look for like peace. For some of us, it may look like more finances. For some of us, it may look like a better relationship. For some of us, it may look like being self-employed. For some of us, it may look like having better health. You know, all of us have something in our lives that we're striving for, that we have an intention for, a dream, a vision, or desire. And so the reason why, again, I call this show Get Your Entire Life is because you, you don't have to just have portions of your life. You can have your entire life. It's totally and completely up to you. You make the choice. You make the decision if you can have it all. And so we've been talking a lot about making choices. Um, we did a show on that um, um, a few weeks ago uh, somewhere else, and, you know, it's been really um, powerful to see how people are in three categories, in my opinion. Either they're just not making the choice or they're, um, you know, in the middle, you know, like, uh, what do you call it, when somebody is just, um, so, so people will say, no, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to make that choice. And then people will be in the middle. I, uh, the word is not coming to me right now where they just don't make a yes or no choice. They're just in the middle. And then there are people who are making some really powerful choices. So these are the three, or indecisive, I think is the word I'm looking for. So these are the three categories. But, but I always tell people no decision is a decision. <laughs> you know, you're really not making a choice. And so what you get is for your life to begin to start to roll in a haphazard kind of way. And so what we want to do here at Getting Your Entire Life is to share with you and to co-create with you an opportunity to um, live your life on purpose, to tap into your heart is what we're talking about today. So I guess I can call this show Get Your Entire Heart Life, right? Because we want you to tap into your your heart and give you some really powerful um, sharings that can assist you and support you in reaching your goals. One of the things that we have to understand is that we cannot get um, 
be uh, get our entire heart life if our hearts are shut down, if we're refusing to open to love, giving, and receiving. And, and you know, a friend of mine and, and, and I were talking about this the other day, and I was talking to him about how cold um, someone was that I was talking to. And, you know, it was so deep what he said to me. It was true, but it was deep because he said, yep, that's normal these days. And I was like, wow, really? Has cold really become normal? You know, just having a cold, really, you know, chilly. Have you ever met somebody who was just chilly, like there was no feeling, no anything? And I know it's because a lot of people are just in pain or confused or resistant or just don't know how to move them uh, forward, move themselves forward in their life. And so tonight we want to really give you some powerful tools and information and inspiration about matters of the heart. This is really an important topic. It, It is an important topic because I think the foundation of it all is how we feel now, you know, not what we think, not how we move, because the truth is, if we have no feeling, if we can't fuel that, you know, that movement, or if we can't um, uh, balance out our thoughts with our feelings, then how do we really, how do we move? How do we um, move in balance? How do we bring forward and fuel those desires? What do we fuel it with? The only thing I can think of that we can fuel it with is human energy. And so when we start to use our humanity to move things or to get things or to force things, we can do that, but a lot of times it's not sustainable. So we'll be able to create things, but we won't be able to sustain it because there's no fuel, there's no foundation, there's really no root, or it's rooted in toxic roots. So we're building and creating from toxic roots. So root is already dying, and we're building on top of it. So once it dies completely, then it shrivels up and crumbles, and so everything on top of it is going to crumble. So I'm thinking about like a root of a tree. So I'm seeing like a vision of a root of a tree, and the root of the tree is dying. And so you're trying to sit on the tree house or build something on the tree, even though you know, you see the roots are dark and the roots are dying, but you're going to build it anyway without nurturing the roots, without taking care of the root, without making sure that the root is okay, because you want to build a beautiful treehouse on the tree. You keep seeing this vision of the treehouse, which is nothing wrong with that, but we want to make sure that the root of the tree can hold the treehouse, that it can build, you know, hold, it, has, it can sustain it. And so you build this beautiful tree house in a tree that has, you know, dying roots. And then the root starts to crumble and the tree house falls and everything that you built starts to crumble. And I think this is what's happening in people's lives right now. Because they're trying to build things on dying roots. And so today we want to... We want to start to nurture um, you in a way that you are opening up to what's living in you. If something needs to die, it needs to die, right? 
but what is living in you, what is alive in you, what is activated in you. What is it about your root, your authentic nature that is amazing that we can help you bring forward and that we can support with your intention of healing? And so if there's a part of the root that needs to go, then let's go ahead and let that go. And then let's build on the healthy part. Let's nurture it. Let's love it. Let's heal it. Let's clear it. Let's give it some good water, some good you know, fertilize, some good food, whatever it needs, and just give it a good hug, you know. I'm a tree hugger. Yep, I, I, I admit I am a tree hugger. I like to hug trees, you know. But it's like let's, let's, let's build it. Let's make it beautiful and strong, right? It's very important. So that's all I wanted to say about that. I just wanted to give you all a little, you know, of, of my opinion around matters of the heart and what we're doing and dealing with and why. Um, I wanted to do this show with Felicia tonight, and I think we'll go ahead and bring Felicia on. Um, she is, like I said, a good friend of mine. We've been uh, friends uh, and healing partners for uh, over 10 years, over a decade, and uh, she's very powerful. Ever since I've known her, she's always been an advocate of the heart, always, always, always. She's been making hearts and buying hearts and healing hearts and loving hearts. <laughs> as long as I've known her. So I'm going to read a little bit of her bio, and then I'm going to go ahead and bring um, her forward um, because I'm really anxious to hear um, all of what she has to say to us tonight. So Felicia Harlow is a calm heart educator, emotional intuitive, heart rhythm meditation instructor, instructor and Hercalia method heart energy practitioner who uses her natural gifts to assist in building a culture of the heart. Felicia's wish is to simply calm hearts wherever she goes. She quickly builds heart connections through compassion, openness, courtesy, and internal understanding. Felicia is a member of the Energy Healing Association, and she is a firm believer in honoring each individual's journey to well-being and therefore works with each client to establish customized intentions and mutual commitments and methods for heart care and learning in the interim of sessions. As a heart energy practitioner, Felicia embraces this work from a perspective of humility, love, harmony, and beauty and values the lifelong learning essential to energy practice. Love Tribe, please send some love to our Calm Heart Educator, Felicia Harlow. Hi, Felicia. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, Milani. So great to be here. So great to be here. I'm so excited. I'm through the moon. You know, I always love when we get an opportunity to chat, and we can have some chats, you know, so we're going to have to watch this time because <laughs> me and Felicia can go. we be two, four hours and be like, oh, my God. It's four hours later. We just <laughs> have stuff to do. So I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to um, to listen to, you know, all that you have to say. It's always very intriguing to listen to you and talk to you about the heart because I know as long as I've known you, you have just been a serious advocate and very inspirational to me around um, heart challenges and nurturing and loving my heart more. So 
Um, Felicia, tell us a little bit about yourself before we um, jump in. All right. Well, thank you, Milani. Thank you so much. Um, I just, I think that I started to become involved with the heart in my younger years, and uh, one of my uncles passed away when I was about in seventh grade or so, and I found myself just devastated, completely devastated, and uh, really felt so sad that I didn't really have an opportunity to say good to him and, you know, totally understand the consequences that he endured. And at that time, there were these comics in the newspaper called Love Is Comics, and I would cut those out, and and I would just keep them. And then along the way, whenever I would encounter someone that I felt needed a little bit of love, I would give them one of those Love Is Comics as a gesture of compassion. And, you know, back then, I just didn't think anything of it. It was just the way it was and how I was being. And I think, you know, as I travel back into my life, that probably was one of the initial times that I started to, you know, on this path of the heart. And over time, it just grew and developed and took shape and form organically. And I found myself uh, at Merck Human Health Division at that time, but now it's called Merck and Company. And I was in a division, I was placed in a division that was focused on heart. Isn't that ironic? (laughs) So I ended up in that division, and I learned so much about the physical heart and medications that could be used to help those who were, you know, struggling with their physical heart care or heart health. And it really just fueled my interest even further just by studying all the information about it. And so, you know, as time moved on, then I uh, found myself really receiving guidance to enter into a spiritual life coaching program. And lo and behold, I met you in that class, (laughs) Mm, (laughs) which was awesome. We ended up in that class together without even knowing it prior to, so that was awesome. (laughs) So, you know, with our Mm. spiritual life coaching class, that was was another step for me on this path of the heart. Mm -hmm. And then moving further along, along came an opportunity to enroll into a program through the Institute for Applied Meditation. And it was all about heart rhythm meditation and how we can use that particular form of meditation to to heal ourselves mm-hmm. and in turn heal those that are in our our scope that we come in contact with just based on the nature of how we entrain our hearts and walk around in the world with an energy of love based on that type of meditation. And so from there, that school really um, embraced me. They enjoyed how I applied myself in that program, and they came back to me and said, hey, we think you would be awesome with our program that we're launching. And it's it's a program called Hercalia Method, Heart Energy Healing, based on the foundation of heart rhythm meditation as well as a few other um, modalities mixed with that. So that's kind of been my journey of the heart 
over the years, and it's just really come about organically and un- it's really naturally unfolding. And I think, you know, I've just mm-hmm. fortunately said yes along the way mm-hmm. as I was being subtly tapped on the shoulder to move into that next phase. Really, really uh, powerful because I, I was thinking while you were talking, you know, it's it it sounds like you've just been divinely guided to matters of the heart. And it's like this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier about, you know, living our lives on purpose. Like really you, you don't have to have this whole thing mapped out and planned out. If you live your life on purpose and you're fully present, you know, your purpose will Un- reveal itself to you every step that you take and it sounds like that's what happened with you every step led you to the heart and then you started to embrace it more and more and more and that's what led you to where you are today which is you know very powerful doing this work so um felicia tell us why why is heart center healing important for where we are now like the current world we live in why do we need to pay closer attention to our heart or um, have healing with our heart. Wow, yes. In today's environment, there's so much that we really just have coming from left and right and forwards and backwards, and it's just impacting every aspect of our lives. But, you know, just to give a little bit of background on, you know, what's happening in our communities. As far as heart disease, of course, we all know that heart disease is the leading cause of death. And it's the leading cause of death for women and men, regardless of race and ethnicity. And, you know, as a result of it, you know, being so astronomically um, prevalent in our society, we have about 82 million American adults that have heart disease, which is astounding. And on average, someone dies of cardiovascular disease every 38 seconds. Wow. So we have, I remember when I was working with Merck, at that time we had probably about a half a million individual deaths in the U.S. during that time I was working at Merck. And now that number has increased to 840,000 deaths in the U.S. And that was as of 2016. And here we are in 2019. So it's approximately one of every three deaths are related to cardiovascular disease. So that's just a little bit of background about, you know, what's happening to us. And, you know, I remember the time that I stood over my grandfather's casket and he had passed away of complications from heart failure. And I was still working with Merck at that time. And I remember making a vow, a promise, as I just shed tears over his casket, saying that if there was anything at all that I could do to be of support to even just one person, two people, a handful even, around this heart conversation and what we can do to change, just tweak something, then I would be Mm -hmm. willing to be a part of the process. And I think that that vow at that time really was solidified and moving forward with it. So 
you know, these matters of the heart are so key because it's the central aspect of who we are. It's the, you know, it powers us up from the moment that we are conceived in our mother's wombs, the heart starts to beat uh, probably within, I think, that first four to five, six weeks. And it, because it has to start first, it is allowing the rest of the body to develop as a result of it working first. So it is so imperative that we begin to pay attention, more attention, and give a lot of focus to our hearts, which we don't have to do because of the gift that we've been given. It's just there working 24-7 on our behalf without us even having to pay attention to it. But we're starting to Mm. find out that by paying attention to it, we can really use it, harness its energy, and work with it to really support us in all aspects of our lives. So, so those are some of the things that, um, you know, are coming forward. We've got those physical statistics that are coming forward. We've got people that really are astronomically um, depressed. People are walking around mm. with anxiety. Um, so many types of um, issues that they're, you know, dealing with in their family situations, work life, trying to keep, you know, added on the jobs, and the jobs are giving them so much work that they're doing the work of 10 people as one person. And it just, it takes over our sympathetic nervous system, and it just starts to just churn and go faster and faster and faster. And so we're feeling like we're on a a mill, just running and running and running and running. And if we don't really, really stop and pause, and take some time to relax, then we're finding ourselves in imbalance. And that's what a lot of us are in and dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Ooh, I tell you, it it, it, it kind of blew my mind when you said every 38 seconds. Every, mm. like, the time, the, like, the time that you were talking, like, three to four people passed away from cardiovascular. Mm-hmm. That is deep, right? And so mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons why we really need to have this conversation more. You know, we're so caught up in the, you know, the the vlogs and the other people's business and the reality shows and that type of thing. But when it comes to really talking about our health, especially our heart health, emotional health, mental health, you know, we're we're not that interested. But we have to get interested because this is literally like taking us out and not just transitioning, but taking us outside of who we really are. So very powerful, Sharon. I love what you said about stop and pause so we can find balance because a lot of us don't stop and pause, so we're not um, finding balance. And then when you talked about, you know, because my whole thought was what is going on with our hearts, <laughs> you know, and you talked about that and, you know, being depressed and having anxiety and, you know, dealing with family matters and work and running, kind of running the rat race and trying to keep up. And all of that is really affecting our hearts. Um, you know, you're, you talk about the language, like, of our heart, like our heart speaks to us. 
So how how does it communicate to us, and and how is that valuable? Like, how do you work with the heart in healing? So we're going to talk about for call your healing today. But how do we work with that? How does the heart speak to us or speak to you as a healer? Yes, yes, indeed. It is. Uh, it's very subtle. It's mm. you know, it's nonverbal. It's sensitive. You know, it's uh, emotional, and it's, you know, from the perspective that I come from, it's it's emotional and it's mental. And the unique difference is that the emotional aspects of heart are very deeply, deeply, deeply buried in the depth of our heart. And then they rise up to the surface of our heart, which is what we call mind. So the mind, you know, with with the heart, it loves to synthesize. It, it loves to collaborate. It loves to be calm. It loves to seek self-expression, creativity. Mm. You know, it enjoys focusing on similarities rather than differences. Mm. Mind tends to want to, you know, analyze and and point out what is different and unique and it demands attention and heart just wants to be all, you know, integrated and synthesized and all, you know, bringing everything all into the mix and just looking at everything, the good, the bad, the, um, the neutral, it just wants to be involved with it all. And so that, Mm is a little bit about how the heart operates. Just very, very, very much wanting to be collaborative. And, um, you know, from the heart's perspective, you know, we have, we have such, such going on in the community about self-esteem, self-worth, as a result of all that we've been through and wounds that we've gone through and, from the heart's perspective, self-worth is all about self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes mm-hmm. when we're like on the surface level, really operating from our mind, self-worth is all about productivity. How much can I get done? <laughs> and mm. How fast can I get wow. done? And let me make this happen, you know? Right, right. So... So those are some of the distinctions of how heart operates and how mind operates. And, you know, we, we, we may have images that come through. We may have, you know, pictures, senses, uh, sensations within the body that the heart is trying to communicate with us in that way. Like, you know, you may be sitting around and all of a sudden you get a sharp pain in your side. That's your heart communicating to you, wait a minute, stop and pay attention to that part of your body. It wants you to pay attention and focus on it. So those are just a few ways of how the heart, you know, really speaks. You know, the, the, the heart wants to collaborate and be calm, you know. 
those two things stuck out for me the most. Like that is like the heart is collab. It, it, it wants to collaborate. It wants to synthesize. It wants to be together. <laughs> you know, I love that. I love that description. And also talking about self-worth is about self-acceptance, but we look at it in a different space. And then um, that's one of the things that we talk about in the show. The tagline for the show is love yourself by being yourself. And a lot of us are not accepting of ourselves and being ourselves. And I think that's also a contributing factor to um, us having heart issues. So I love the language of the heart that you gave us, um, that it, it has sensations and Sometimes you see pictures as a healer, you'll see um, pictures or, um, you know, other thing, images that, you know, and other things that the heart communicates to you. And then you talked about the sharp pain. So I was going to ask the question about, like, what are some of the signs that our heart is unhealthy besides, like, we know chest pain, and then you just told us maybe we have a sharp pain in our side. So what are some of the other signs that our heart is, is unhealthy? Yes, this will give you a a few that are very, very popular amongst us. Guilt, Mm -hmm. uh, despair, grief, Mm -hmm. stubbornness, resentment, Mm -hmm. withdrawal. Um, Those are a few. Pessimism, criticism. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the indicators that, hey, it's time to really, you know, really check back in internally because, you know, there's there could be emotional distancing. Um, if you're enmeshed with someone or codependent with someone and you can't figure out where the line separates between who you are and who that person is and you're taking on emotions mm-hmm. and that you know, really is also an indicator that you really uh, have to figure out. Because, you know, it's so interesting that you, you know, we were talking about knowing ourselves. Many of us don't, do not know ourselves. And I think for me, in my experience, by having this divine, um, I call it a divine gift intervention, whatever you want to call it, that has, you know, naturally come to me and I said yes to it. It has helped me to understand myself a whole lot more than I have. And it continue to learn more and more about myself the more I just go into my heart and really just be quiet and listen to its voice. It has helped me to learn more about who I am and what it is I'm here to to really be in the world, and that is a calming presence. So, yeah, that really um, struck me, so I wanted to, you know, speak to that too. Yeah, I'm so glad you spoke to that because, okay, so I need to go back and then I'm going to come back. So you threw me off when you went to the internal. It's <laughs> like, oh, wow. You know, because I was like, okay, so we're going to get some external stuff, but you went to the internal. I was like, yes, that's right. You know, it's like, you know, because I was like, oh, she's going to tell us, like, your left arm be hurting or something like that. You know, but you were like, no, nah, let me tell you, guilt, you know, resentment. I was like, wow, despair, grief, stubbornness, withdrawal. Wow. 
that was powerful because I was like, okay, so we have external, and I don't know if anybody ever thought about that. You know, Love Tribe, have you all ever thought about that? You know, like thinking about what are the symptoms of an unhealthy heart and really thought about your feelings, like what you're going through or dealing with or feeling as as, uh, depression or guilt or withdrawal or um, resentment or criticism or grief is really a symptom of an unhealthy heart, right? So it's not just chest pain or side pain or arm pain. It's emotional pain. That was very powerful. What is than that, but that was really good. So also, um, I love what you talked about because I always, um, you know, talk to my leaders and healers about I love so much doing healing work because healers learn so much healing. And that's what you just said. Like when, when people say they're not ready to do their healing work, I'm like, but this is how you heal yourself is <laughs> by doing the work because you learn so much while you're doing the work you learn a lot when you're in the in the act of healing and when you're working with people to facilitate healing because i feel like people heal themselves but you're working to facilitate healing and you're working in that energy you start to learn so much about yourself and then when you're doing healing sessions you definitely want to keep yourself on point so it keeps me as far as i'm concerned it keeps me cultivating my practices so that I'm constantly looking at my own life and my own self and my own emotions. So that is so powerful because people need to understand that it is important, you know, for you to be yourself, love yourself by being yourself and go ahead and do whatever it is that's been, you know, putting your spirit because like um, Felicia said, it's like she was working on certain things and doing certain things and, and, um, you know, she just started getting led to this work. So being open to your path will surely reveal your path. Very very powerful, Felicia. So let's talk about Hercalia. I'm excited about that. So tell us, what is the Hercalia method and how does it work? Oh, my goodness, yes. This is uh, exciting, exciting work. It is it's really a, a method of energy healing that is based on heart rhythm meditation plus energy science. And so, you know, as we all, you know, kind of know, energy is really information that vibrates. And emotion is energy in motion. And so the Harkalia method is all about working with the subtle energy of a person's biofield or what we call the heart field around their body. And so we really look at how we can support improving like the distribution and circulation of energy through the energy centers. Um, It's beneficial to the physical body, of course, the emotional state of the client. And there are three, there are actually three levels of Hercalia method heart energy um, healing that we work with. The first is called PEMF for short, which basically stands for pulsed electromagnetic field energy. And that was what I was referring to about the energy around the body. So essentially what I do is, you know, you mentioned it earlier, we have to stay tuned up 
in our bodies in order to be able to really have a positive impact on those around us. So my, my you know, through my heart practices, I keep my heart as coherent, incoherent, so that whenever I'm with the client, I have the ability to transmit those PMF, post-electromagnetic frequency, through my hands to the client. And it causes entrainment in the client's heart. And that's why they start to feel relaxed, because it's like, oh, my goodness, things are starting to balance out. Um, And, oh, as an aside, just in terms of how my body is physically designed, you know, specifically my body, is designed to really align and tune in with the the magnetic field of the earth. The Schumann's resonance is what a lot of people call it. And so my body is, you know, I guess my body was really designed by God to be really in tune with that. And so whenever I really get in tune in meditation and, my, you know, my spiritual practices, I'm ready to go in order to support my client. So that's stage one. Then stage two is what we call caduceus energy flow. And so it helps us to get a greater range of energy, emotion, and consciousness. And so I bring in contemplation of the client. We work uh, with Mario Reiki uh, in terms of redistributing the redistribution of the energy, of course, as I mentioned in, in um, the first stage. But this time we're working with more of the um, energy centers, and we may do what we call pairing of the energy centers. So it allows us to to work with the higher centers, the lower centers, and really distribute the energy that may be accumulating in, say, one area of the person's body. We can redistribute so that it can, it can be uh, evened out, so to speak. And so the third stage is called spiritual radiance healing. And so that is like the creme de la creme, as they say, or the cream of the crop in terms of this particular form of healing. And it's transmitting a state of being by focusing on what we call lenses. So cosmic lens, the heart lens, the mental and the physical. And these lenses are really not tangible per se, but they are lenses to, to connection and communication between the four levels of our being. So like our soul, our heart, our mind, and our body. So they're, con- they're conceptual lenses, and they're really there to help us integrate ourselves, all of our aspects of who we are. And so to really operate at that particular stage in the healing process, we really have to be in meditation. And in our school, they teach us, you know, three stages even just to get to meditation. We start off in concentration. Then we move into contemplation, and then we actually reach meditation. And what most um, people refer to as meditation is really concentration. So that kind of gives a little bit of a background to um, the Herculean method. You know, it's three stages, how it works, and the power behind it is really all focused on utilizing and harnessing the, the energy of the heart along with the other um, transmission from, from spirit, spiritual energy. 
Ooh, yes, yes, yes. You gave us a lot there. I want to kind of recap what you said a little bit. Like, I can't recap it all because it's pretty deep stuff. <laughs> but I do want to <laughs> recap a little bit. Um, and uh, so, so the uh, so the first stage. Okay, so uh, her cardiac healing um, basically works in three levels. Okay, the first stage is to um, Basically, what I heard you say is transmit frequencies, and really the client feels very relaxed. So for me, it would be like a getting ready. You're getting the client ready um, for the second stage, which is or getting client open, allowing them to relax so they can receive or release. And then the second stage is like um, is the redistributing of, of accumulated energy and working inside of the energy centers. Um, which gives you a greater range to work with. And then stage three is spiritual radiance. I love that name, the creme de la creme. And that is basically just transmitting a state of being, like literally um, for connecting and communicating the four levels and helping with integration. So once you have gotten the client ready, relaxed, open, you go in and redistribute the accumulated energy to balance things out, and then um, the next one is transmitting and helping with integration. And I and is that is that pretty much it in a nutshell? It it can operate that way, but oftentimes what I find is that I may you know I may work with the client just in the first stage. And mm, in that okay. stage, they may, you know, they may present with, oh, my goodness, I've got crazy headache or, you know, I've got this mm. pain in my side. And, mm-hmm. okay. and so I just, in, in um, working on that level, we're really just um, working to, you know, to dismantle some of that, those symptoms. So oftentimes mm, what we'll hear, okay. we'll hear is that, okay, oh, my goodness, my, you know, I had one client who had a toothache on the right side of her mm. her mouth, and mm-hmm. I just worked with stage one, PEMF, and I broke up some of the energy, so to speak, um, because sometimes what when we are assessing, I should back up and say we don't put our hands on the body at all, we just you know, are mm-hmm. really working in the field. And so I, when yeah. I'm assessing, I may feel a bulge of energy or a dip. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when I feel those, I can work in order to, um, you know, to decrease that bulge or fill in that dip. And as a result of that, the, per, the, the um, client that I was referring to, she was like, oh, my goodness, my cheek feels you know, my my tooth, my gums, they feel like new. They feel so much mm. better. The pain is gone. Wow. And it mm-hmm. was sustainable. So so that's an example of stage one, whereas like stage two, we're really focusing in on the entire body. So, okay. you know, okay. in stage one, I might be, you know, just going in quickly and saying, okay, let me let me just hit this area right here and give you some relief, and then stage two is a little bit more expansive. Does that, does that um, support in answering? 
Absolutely. So it doesn't necessarily have to be in order. It doesn't necessarily go in each stage. You don't necessarily do each stage or every client, but it's just dependent on the client's needs. It's pretty much tailor-made. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that is pretty awesome is being able to heal toothaches and, and relieve people of that energy. That's pretty powerful. So what, what really inspired you to become Harkalia, uh Heart uh, Energy Practitioner? What, what was your inspiration like? How did you get involved? Well, you know, I say, I often say, I think it, it chose me. Uh, the um, yeah, you know, it just it chose me because I remember when I was in a bookstore and I came across the book that was written by my my spiritual teachers Susanna and Peron Bear, mm-hmm. and that book was like pulsating. I felt the pulse of that mm-hmm. book when I was in this store, this bookstore, and I gravitated towards it. And I had, I picked it up and I read it and I just had to take it home with me. And I, I felt like it, it pulled me. And it was like, you know, they, they always say to us, our heart attracts all that it needs. And so my, I felt that my heart, you know, was attracted to that information. And so it led me, to this point of becoming a Hercalia Method healer because whenever I went through the meditation program and they, you know, they shared, oh, yeah, in a few years we're going to introduce this healing program, something inside of me just lit up in that mm. moment saying, oh, that sounds really inspiring and empowering and something that I might want to at least pursue in the future, even without having any information about it at that time. So I feel like it chose me, you know, and mm-hmm. that it was a part of the purpose for why I'm here, um, you know, in this stage of, in stage of my growth. Mm. Yes. So if you're just joining us, we um, our topic for today is Matters of the Heart, and we're talking to Calm Heart Educator Felicia Harlow. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, comment or um, ask questions to Felicia, you can call in at 657-383-0698 and just press 1 so we know you want to comment. Again, that's 657-383-0698 and press 1 so we know you want to comment. So, Felicia, can you give us some other examples of some experiences that you had with clients um, and what a client can kind of expect from within a, in a Hakari healing session? Yes. Um, some see there's been clients that come in and they feel like they're just scattered and they just can't seem to get grounded and they're they're all over the place. And it's just like I just I can't focus, you know. So um I've had a you know, a few clients that come in that way and they just need to feel centered, to feel grounded, to get back in a state of calm because they're just so highly strung from their jobs. And so um, often I'll, you know, I'll go through with a patient like that, I'll go through, or should I say a client like that, I'll go through stage two. 
I, you know, I'll just bypass stage one and go straight to stage two, their energy centers. And, and uh, typically, a lot of patients will either become very relaxed or even fall asleep uh, during that time because, you know, of, you know, the, the energy and how it's working during the process. So that's one example. Um, I've had another patient that I worked with that I keep saying patient, but I mean client. (laughs) But um, I had another client that I worked with that was actually transitioning to the other side in a short amount of time. And I was brought in to, to support in the healing. And, and this was uh, during a time where, you know, I, I was like, wow, you know, when you get, that type of um, request, you're, you, sometimes it can make you feel like, wow, this this um, this method that I'm working with is just definitely way beyond me, and I'm the energies that are at play are just using me, you know, in order to work through me. And what I found in working mm-hmm. with that that particular um, client is that my purpose was to support and the mental preparation for the transition period. And that was just in going and being with that client and working with that client once a week through the last four years of their life. Not four years, but the last four months of their life. Mm. And that all came to me as I was working in that space of healing. And so for that particular client, I worked with stage two as well as stage three because it was, it was very, very, becoming very apparent that as the, the client became closer to transitioning that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I could, I could sense it based on the, um, you know, the work and the transmission mm-hmm. and, and working in the field. And, and so it was, it was a beautiful you know, it's a beautiful work with that patient. I will never forget it because I felt that I was used by, you know, divine source, our almighty creator, to be like the stand in the gap for the transmission so that so that, that client could, could really um, transition in a way that that client needed to transition. And then I was just used to help that process. So it was just a beautiful experience for me. Wow. So That's those are a couple powerful. of examples. Yeah, very powerful because sometimes heal that is the healing, you know, when you're when someone is being prepared to transition, that them being in preparation and mentally it, it that is the healing. So that's very powerful. Um, so we have a caller um, who wants to get in. So we're going to open up the lines, Felicia. Um, so 8596, you're live on Get Your Entire Life. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Michelle. And, uh, hey, Michelle. I have... Hi. <laughs> and uh, I have uh, been one of uh, Felicia's clients. And uh, for the her Collier method, and um, I 
have had experience healing with the with the uh, uh, teeth, and uh, that was very at one point so painful I could hardly eat, and then um, that side of the mouth was swollen and tender, and uh, so by me having the um, the healing sessions, then uh, the that side of the mouth, it um, that swelling and that tenderness and even bleeding that uh, diminished. So wow. I can Powerful. enjoy my food uh, now because I'm a person I like to eat. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I like I enjoy eating. Um, uh, one of my friends called me the other day a foodie. So, uh, but <laughs> I enjoy having a good meal. And so by uh, continually having the sessions and uh, allowing my body to relax and uh, um, just tuning in as uh, you all were talking about, you know, just becoming still, um, mm-hmm. it has helped me. Uh, to relax my body and to be aware also when I'm not uh, in that state of being relaxed, uh, being relaxed where I can function a little better. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, so I appreciate the sessions that I have because they do help me to become more in tuned uh, with myself and mm-hmm. make me be uh, more aware. As uh, Felicia, I was I was surprised too when she started talking about the guilt and the shame and you know, <laughs> so that's the yes. not balanced. So. Um, and I can really relate to that because when you're in that type of state, you are you 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 don't function as well as if you were in a peaceful, loving state. So yeah, so uh, the her Collier method is it's a very powerful thing, uh, and if you allow yourself to uh, be um uh, so moved as to come into a more peaceful state you can see results. Yes. Well thank you so much, Michelle, for calling in and, and telling us your testimonial really about her call your healing. I definitely am gonna share mine as well. Um we appreciate you calling in so much. Felicia, anything you want to say to Michelle before we let her go? Yes, thank you so much, Michelle, for sharing your story. It's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure working with Michelle. And Michelle, she is an incredible yoga instructor, absolutely incredible. So I just had to put that in, too. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Michelle, for coming on. We appreciate you. Love and light, sweetie. 
That was amazing. That was an amazing testimonial. Um, and when Michelle was, uh, you know, talking about her experience, it reminded me, which I'm glad it did, because I want to talk about in my experience early on, but I, I, I forgot. So thank you, Michelle, for reminding me um, to talk about my experience with Your Healing uh, with Felicia, dealing with, you know, some of the things that Felicia had talked about earlier, which are signs of an unhealthy heart. And I call Felicia as a friend of mine and so as a healer that I trust to help me to move through some things um, that I was dealing with. And so um, I think we had, what is it, three sessions or two or three sessions, I think. And, I mean, the first session was, like, so powerful. Like, it was, I don't know, it was just mind-blowing. Like, I could feel immediately when Felicia was connected with me. I um, could feel the energy moving in my body. I felt relaxed. And then I felt, um, you know, stuff moving. And then um, I think the second session it was, if I'm not mistaken, I had this huge um, release. And and I I had the situation come up um, of what I was dealing with or what was causing me to be in a space of um, not feeling good about myself or feeling good emotionally at that time. And so Felicia was able to help me move through that, move that energy out. And then my final session, I had her, I was like, this thing is so powerful. Like Felicia was like singing to me. And I just felt like I was like in such a heavenly space. Like my whole, like my whole body, um, what I was dealing with, everything that I, um, I thought that, you know, it was, it wasn't. And so being able to find clarity, I think that that was my, um, if I had to describe it in, in two, um, two words, it would be clarity and healing. Like the session that I had, I got some real powerful clarity so that I could um, know the best choices to make. Because I think sometimes we're just not clear as to the reason why we don't make good choices and we don't really wait for clarity. We just kind of get gung-ho and go before we get clarity. And sometimes it's not the best decision. And so the, the session that I had with Felicia was was so clearing, like I was crystal clear when I completed. I was a little bit overwhelmed because it was so much that came up, and but it was a beautiful overwhelm. Like it was so beautiful, and to hear her voice and the song that she was singing, it was just such a powerful and loving experience. That's another word I'll use for it. It was such a loving experience. So, you know, I just wanted to give my testimonial. I'm, you know, I just got so much clarity and so much healing from that. And it's like Felicia said, it's sustainable. You know, I haven't gone back into that space that I was in or thinking about all of that stuff that came up. It came up, it came out, and I was able to move forward. So I appreciate you. And thank you, Felicia, for that, because that was a very powerful um, healing experience for me. You are welcome, Milani. So welcome. You know what's yes, so awesome yes. about this too is that as we as we of course as you know, as we work in the healing of clients, we are also healed as we heal. You know, Absolutely. it's just such a beautiful mm-hmm. exchange that we receive as we give. As we give, we yes. receive. 
And so just that, I think that's what makes it even so so much more rewarding is that you're 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 really supporting someone and you're supporting yourself and it's just like a dance, you know, like a flowing dance that is occurring. It really so is I'm a so, dance. So pleased, yeah. Sometimes people think that because you're a healer or you're a minister or whatever you're doing within the community to heal that you're exempt from pain. <laughs> and that could be further from the truth. It's like not only are we not exempt from pain, we really have to deal with our stuff quicker so that we can be available for healing. So we can't, a lot of us can't just sit around and let our stuff sit like some people do. We really have to deal with our with what's going on within us because we're still human beings. And that's another reason why I love doing this show because when I talk about get your entire life, it's like you are human. Like you're not going to have, you know, this life that's, that's pain-free or that is like you don't have anything that's going on. It'll just be different. Like for me, how I deal with things now and how I dealt with it 10 years ago, completely different. Stuff that would take me out for two or three years in the past, now I, you know, two, maybe two minutes, maybe two hours, you know, maybe two days, but not two years. So it'll just be very, very different. So I wanted to let you all know, uh, Love Tribe, that Felicia facilitates a cardio method, heart energy healing sessions in person and via distance healing. She also offers calm heart consultations and heart rhythm meditation instructions. So, Felicia, can you tell um, uh, the Love Tribe how they can contact you to get their um, distance healing or in-person healing? And Felicia's in Chicago, so if you're in Chicago, you definitely want to um, uh, email Felicia or go to her website so that you can um, get your healing on. And if you're not in Chicago, she does virtual and distance healing because I'm in Atlanta, so um, when she did my healing session, I was actually on virtual and um, it was it was a very powerful session. So, Felicia, can you tell our uh, the Love Tribe how they can reach you? Yes, indeed. Um, Felicia Harlow, the number ten at gmail dot com is my my email. Again, Felicia Harlow, and Harlow is spelled H A R L O W. The number ten at gmail dot com or calmheartcoach dot com, and also. AUNUniversity.com under, uh, there's a f- definitely some resources there at AUNUniversity.com and the free resource library too for folks to take advantage of as well. And also um, in our self-mastery library, we have hundreds of, at the AUNUniversity.com, we have hundreds of hours of uh, videos and audios and so um, we've done a couple of um, shows with Felicia in the past. And so there's two that you can find in our self-mastery library. One is called Energetic Intelligence and Heart Awareness, and the other one is called Heart-Centered Living. Both of these uh, feature Felicia. One is talking about how to open your heart and increase your awareness and emotional state and getting in touch with your energetic heart. And she's she shares several practices to help keep your heart energized and clear stagnant emotions. 
The other one, um, she talks uh, more about her call your healing and the process that she used to identify, assess, and release energy from clients. So if you want to know more about the her call your healing method, more about Felicia Harlow, you can log on to AUNUniversity.com and join our self-mastery library and get those two audios. If you don't have a pen and you're driving, you can just go over to Milani Shani, M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I.com, and just go to the Get Your Entire Life page, and all of the links are there that you can go to um, to get those two audios in the self-mastery library. So before we started the show, um, Felicia, I had come up with some questions that I wanted to some reflection questions that I wanted to give to the Love Tribe to be able to think about and reflect on um, as we go through the show. But divinely, I didn't ask those questions, and I think it's a great thing that I'm asking now. So I would love it if you would give us your perspective on these questions um, that I'm asking, and then I'm going to ask the Love Tribe and our listeners and followers to also just reflect on these questions. Well, the first question is, are you listening to your heart? Alicia, what's your perspective mm. on how we can listen more to our heart? To listen to our heart, we, get, we first can get in touch with our physical heartbeat. Mm. And by doing that, you can simply place your hand over your heart and see whether or not you can feel its beat. And if you cannot feel its beat, then you can find your pulse, and of course, that's the echo of your heartbeat. So that's the very first basic step to get in touch with your heart. And it just loves attention. So as you place your (laughs) hand over your heart and you really stand on it, it'll begin to speak to you through its beat more, you know, more, and you will, you'll feel it if you keep practicing. Yes, beautiful. So we have 16 minutes I want to get through. I have only three more. So the second one is, do you take time to nurture, cleanse, and love your heart? Mm. So Felicia, what's your perspective on that? Taking time to nurture, cleanse, and love your heart. Yes, you know, what's so so key is the two regulators of the body, utilizing the breath mm-hmm. and the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. The two basic regulators are the clocks of the body. To nurture our heart, uh, we work on, you know, different wounds that we have because all of us have them. I mean, we will continue having wounds just by being in relationship with each other because we're, we're all unique. So we nurture our heart. So I nurture my heart by going and figuring out, okay, where are my leaks? Those wounds that have been just there leaking. And then I go and mm. use my breath and I use the beat of my heart in order to nurture my heart in that way. And then there are numb spots. Those are the spots that have what we would call emotional scars or scabs because of what has happened in the past, and it's been sitting there, 
as if it's been like a Band-Aid and hasn't really been attended to. And so we, I nurture those scars, and we really go within and feel all of it. We really go in and feel all of it, from the highs to the lows, the anger to the frustration to the joy and bliss, because that is proof that our heart is alive and well, experiencing the range of emotions. So that's a way of nurturing. And, you know, so, so yes, I nurture and I sit and practice spiritual practice. And it's a big internal process that uh, looking from the outside, it may feel like nothing is going on if you're not familiar with it. But internally, there's a lot happening. <laughs> yes. Yes. So the the third question, thank you for that, powerful. Is your heart open or closed? Like not necessarily just to others, but to you as well. So what's your perspective on that? Because a lot of times we think about when we think about are we open-hearted, we think about other people. But that also applies to us as well. Are we open-hearted to ourselves? Oh, yeah. That, I think, fluctuates. I really do mm-hmm. because, because um, you know, you have encounters, you have experiences, and you work to, to work on those experiences and encounters. And so you may have a temporary closure of your heart, and if you are catching it and then working on it, then you can open it back up. So, you know, perhaps there's a burst of anger that comes through and you just, you know, get flustered by the anger. And so often what will happen is you'll become more shallow in breathing. And if you just tune into your breath, slow it down, and as you feel the anger, work with your breath and feel the beat of your heart and link those two up, then you naturally open your heart back up again. So it happens, you know, where it opens and closes, opens and closes, so that we have to continuously work with it. The lifelong process. Yes. And last question, Felicia, does your heart trust you to make the best choices in your life? What do we need to do to make sure our heart trusts us? Well, I think, number one, believe that you can change Mm. because some people don't believe that they can change or any other person can change. So that's that's one Mm. thing. Believe that you can change and place your hand over your heart to become in contact with your physical heart. That leads to your emotional heart which then leads to the spiritual heart, the layers within the heart. So, yes, being in truth is all about just making sure that you pause, you stop, and you make sure that you feel your heart daily. Just feel it every single day, even if it's just for a couple of minutes. That in itself will build its power. Absolutely. And harness its power. 
Very, very powerful. Thank you so much, Felicia, for being with us. This has been a pleasure, as always, to have you here. And I am so enlightened, and I hope the Love Tribe was enlightened as well. Um, I just want to say, um, please call Felicia Felicia um, to get your call your uh, heart energy healing session. You can do it in person. You can do it virtually, distance healing. Um, she offers these consultations um, all the time. So you can reach out to Felicia at FeliciaHarlow10 at gmail.com, or you can reach out to her on calmheartcoach.com. Thank you so much, my friend, for being here. I appreciate you being um, open to sharing with us all of your knowledge and love. And we are always here to support you in any way that we can. So blessings and light to you, and we appreciate your presence here. Oh, thank you, Milani. So delighted to be here to share, and I appreciate you so much. I appreciate our friendship and our our business partnership. Just an awesome, awesome journey. So thank you very much. You're welcome, love, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Well, Love Tribe, um, that was a powerful show. I hope you have got so much from that because I know I did. Felicia is a very powerful healer. She's a, a very powerful friend, and she's also just, I like to call her a quiet, loving storm. Like, she'll sneak up on you as how powerful she is. But what I love about that is she's so gentle. So if you are really wanting to heal, but you need someone who's really gentle, um, someone who's sweet, the spirit is just sweet but still powerful, then Felicia would be that person. So one last time, you can reach out to her to FeliciaHarlow10 at gmail.com, or you can um, go to her website at calmheartcoach.com. So for those of you who would like to connect with me, you can visit my website at melanishani.com. That is M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I.com. Or you can go to my university at auniversity.com if you have some goals that you need support with. Um, also, if you need um, more support around matters of the heart, uh, I spoke earlier about two audios that we have available that you can um, get in the self-mastery library with a little bit more information, um, and that is at auniversity.com. Get your entire life. Is my new show. This is our show number two, and I'm so excited that you all have decided to join us and come and share your love with us. Of course, we call our our, um, our followers the Love Tribe because here we're all about love. I'm the love goddess, and we are all about love. That is loving ourselves by being ourselves. So we appreciate you for um, clicking in. Thank you, Michelle, for calling in and being inspired and supported and elevated by this goddess energy tonight. Um, It has been my absolute pleasure being with all of you tonight, and I look so forward to being with you again next week. I wish you all goddess love and light. I am Milani Shani, the love goddess, and we're going to take you out with Green Leaves by Raheem Devon. So may love have its way with you um, all week until we meet again. Peace and love, love tribe. Have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Life. Life is about evolving and growing, elevating, 
constant growth like green leaves. I dedicate this to the children. Yeah. Mama told me a wise man leaves and never takes short to follow. And what's done right here in the here and now always be best tomorrow. It's like cause and effect, simple mathematics, like one plus one makes two. See the bed that we make, that's where we got to lay. So be wise of the path we choose and keep growing. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.